The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. I mean, it was pretty. It was pretty brutal. Oh yeah, what I had to go through. I mean, just the fact of. I bet you know. I was out there by myself, <laughs> and a lot could have gone wrong. But the thing is, because I was a bit of. I mean, I don't want to throw out words that, that like what hero. I mean, if you said it, I didn't say it. <laughs> but I, because of that, I think uh, you know, I was able to. I was able to actually survive and fight off and live another day, and I probably saved a lot of lives. I mean, yeah, I hurt my hand a little bit, but you know, big deal. At the end of the day, that's that's not. Wait, really are we matters. doing a little rewriting some history here? Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we're live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you for finding us. Thank you, everyone, for going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on the Audible link right there at the top of the page. I am almost done with my book. I do need recommendations. If you have recommendations for a good Sci-fi book. I just finished. Well, I'm almost done. You keep asking, done. and then people recommend them, and then you just pick your own book. No, I've I've, I've picked. Some Are these of the from recommendations. recommendations? Yeah, I'm pretty sure somebody did recommend this one. All right. Um, so yeah, I do want some recommendations. What kind of sci-fi? Let's pin it down a little bit. Uh, okay, space. Obviously, um, space. I just read, so I'm listening to the interdependency series. Two books. The third book doesn't come out till next year, which is rough. Um, so I'm so I'm done with those. I liked those. Um, the Children of Time was a little bit too hard science fiction for me. It got a little of its lulls. That means nothing. Like, you need to use your words. Like, normal I just people did. don't. The Children of Time or whatever? Yeah. I don't know what that means. Like, that yeah, could but be people a... who listen to sci fi books will know. You'd... Do you have a sci fi recommendation for me? Star Trek. Yeah, okay. I'm talking to actual sci fi fans out there. Excuse me. You think because you listen to a couple audiobooks with some nerd language that that makes you a sci-fi expert? No, it doesn't. Wow. But I'm asking okay. for help. I'm asking for help from people who are sci-fi experts. That's like Keelan is saying that you ignore his suggestions. What was his suggestion? Okay. Give me another suggestion. I'll, maybe oh, I'll... you're digging yourself a hole right now. No, I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember because the thing is I get the recommendations, then I listen to a book, and I go down the, the rabbit hole, and then it'll be like, you know... A few weeks later, I'll be like, oh, I don't remember what they were. So I need more recommendations again. So let me know. Oh. Anyway, at Fun Radio, just uh, go to FunEmploymentRadio.com, click on the Audible link. All right. What we're talking about at the beginning of the show is I'm finally... Are you embracing slowly... something in your life? Uh, 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 uh. Burp, burp, burp. I'm trying to because I have to because it, it's finally... I'm finally understanding it's making a difference. And... And so I'm, I'm trying to, like, get over I'm What are you to trying to do? I have a hurt hand. Uh, I have a... Gotta say, you're going to say hernia for a second there. I don't have a hernia, no. And when you said, I have a hurt, I'm like, oh. No, I'm I not didn't think that, that was what Oh, was... my gosh, no. No, I, I hurt my hand. This has been going on for a while. I try, I'm kind of embarrassed about it. I don't want people to know about it, but I hurt... Um, I pulled a tendon between my thumb and my arm. Whatever the, thun- the tendon is there is strained, and... It's going to get better. I don't have to have surgery or anything, but I'm supposed to wear this brace to keep it from moving so it can heal, and it could be a few weeks, and I hate wearing it, and I don't wear it in public very often. And but you're I'm kind slowly, of a baby about it. You're a big, giant baby about it. I've slowly decided to start wearing it in public a little bit more because it really is starting to help. It's starting to hurt less, and it hurts really bad when it hurts. So I'm realizing I have to wear it in public a lot, but I also, 
I feel weird about it. I'm self-conscious about it. And I feel like I constantly have to explain it. It's such a minor thing. It. Like I think you draw more attention to it than you know attention is actually being drawn I to I see it. people staring at it. People were people staring at it. People are not staring at it. There are people like, who have all sorts of ailments. What, you have a tiny like, black wrap around your wrist? Yeah, so the, so the brace kind of goes around my thumb, around the bottom part of my hand, and then around my wrist. So it holds my thumb in place so I, I don't – it doesn't like lock it in place, but it keeps it so it doesn't move. So I don't move that tendon. And I feel like people are staring at it all the time. But what I but think are you like I over to, are you pulling a Sarah? Are you over explaining it? No, I think what I need to do is I just need to make myself feel cool about it. And so Bedazzle. The, that's what I've always said. Well that's I'm the, not gonna bedazzle. I'm not bedazzling. Like bedazzle what put like glitter some on sparkles it? Sparkles on it. I am not putting sparkles mm-hmm. on it. I'm not I'm not gonna be sparkle wrist wrist brace guy. So I mean the thing is, if I, I explain it, like the ex- explanation I just gave, I already hate it. Like, yeah, I have a sore tendon and I don't know how it Yeah, happened. I was like and falling just, asleep like, when you were exactly, talking about that. Exactly. Exactly. it's just like it just makes you feel like you have weak thumbs. It just sounds like, oh, oh, your thumbs just like the tendon between your thumb and your arm. Yeah. It just sounds like, a, oh, oh, it's got snapped. <laughs> I, was... I got a weak tendon. <laughs> got weak thumbs. Whatever it is, it's healing. But I feel I'm like just I need kidding. to be I know it's a pretty common it. thing. Like I started off this last weekend, actually, in particular, I tried something out because I think the worst part is like kids will immediately point it out. And this happened over the weekend. One of our, our friend's kids was at a, at a little gathering and a friend's kid came up. He's like, Greg, what'd you do to your wrist? I'm like, God, well, thanks, bud. Just calling that out in front of everybody. Just um, just walked up to me and like pointed at it. I'm like, well, oh no! What's the worst is if you have like a blemish or something. Like I remember, I had I, I had broken out over Thanksgiving and I had like a zit on my cheek or something. Oh yeah. And Eloise was just like, "What is that on your face, Aunt Sarah? What is that, Auntie Sarah? What is that? Why is that there? What?" Is-? I'm just staring. I'm like, "Oh, children." Yeah. No. Because you don't it out learn in front like the finesse of like don't say every single thing that comes into your head. No. And yeah, this. This child uh, did this. And so I was like, what do I do here? You know, I'm like, maybe I need to come up with something that just sounds a little bit cooler than what happened. Then what actually happened was I just woke up and my thumb hurt. So I was like, well, here's what went on. So uh, I went camping and I was out camping and I was with. Um, with a couple of people, but they this were is what asleep. You're telling the kid. And I stayed up and I was, I was next to the fire. And I was sitting there next to the fire, and it was really dark out, and I started hearing these noises. And you won't believe this. I mean, it was crazy. But a cougar showed up. You know what a cougar is? Like a big, giant cougar. And Wait, are you talking to me, or are you re- I'm talking? I'm reenacting what I said to the child. Okay. And so this cougar showed up, and it started stalking me, and it was stalking the fire, and all my friends were asleep, and I didn't want it to get to them. So I stood up, and I charged at the cougar, and it jumped in midair, and we, like, met in midair. And it was like we were wrestling, and it was trying to bite me, and I threw it to the ground. It was really strong, and it was scratching at me, and I was able to, like, I had to punch it in the chest, and it startled the cougar, and it got up a little bit, and I, like, picked it up, and I threw it across the campfire, and then it ran off. And then, um, you know, I saved everybody. But when I was picking it up, I, I pulled my hand because it got stuck on one of the claws, so that's why I'm wearing the brace. Wait, so are you cut, or are you just— Well, no, I just got stuck on it, so just, like, pulled it wrong. So did the child believe you? Yeah, he did for a second, and then then his dad told him I was lying. So his, his dad busted me. Wow, you don't even have the backup of the dad. <laughs> no, no, he did for a second. He was just like, whoa. And then his dad's like, 
that's not really what happened. He's like, oh, yeah, I knew that. <laughs> like, oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you guys need to like work, be like, hey, can you just give me this like this one win for like an hour? <laughs> that's all I need. Just one hour. <laughs> but see, yeah, so I think I need cool stories and then I'm going to feel better about being in The cougar over the fire thing is so rit- ridiculous and unbelievable. I threw a cougar over a fire. Were you there? I saved you the lives. You weren't there. Nobody was there. I saved the lives there. of many people. What li- tell me the people who li- whose lives were saved. I would like to talk to one of those friends and, and hear their stories of how grateful they are. You don't know you don't know this group of friends. I was out camping by myself and I mean with them, with this other group of friends. So they know about it, but they, they're scared and they don't want to talk about it and you know but they're very are they grateful. Afraid the cougar's gonna hunt them they're down? very grateful for what I did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's how I that's You need how to I come up with if you're gonna try and do this really, really sad thing, then you should come up with something more believable. So I was riding my uh motorcycle. You need to a, have something you need to do something like you've actually done. Yeah, I was riding my... You have ridden a motorcycle like once and you got stuck in a tree, didn't you? <laughs> no. I've ridden a motorcycle more than once and it wasn't stuck in a tree. It was a tree rope wrapped around the throttle and then it pulled me off and then it flipped upside down and it landed next to me. I was 15. Anyway, I was riding my 4,000 horsepower motorcycle and I was like going up the mountain, you know, to do some off-roading and uh, it's just kind of what I do, you know, on the side. And it's so, just your jam. It's my jam, you know. I like to get out there, off roading. The I can picture. And uh, Greg, you know, no, I go none of this bogging. is plausible. It's not believable. I just can picture you in a four wheeler on the side of a mountain. You would be the one person who would just like tip over, <laughs> just tip and roll down the mountain. Like it just wouldn't work for you. <sighs> anyway, I was. You need something more believable. What? That is believable. I was riding a four thousand horsepower motorcycle up the side of a mountain, going mud bogging. It's my jam. Oh boy! All right, fine. Okay, if it's not that, then what? What do you think would be believable? Mud bogging. I'm trying to make myself feel cool here around I think random people. That looks like an injury that you could have maybe gotten like athletically. Like maybe you're training for a triathlon or something. You're doing one of those like, what are those ones? The warrior dashes. A warrior dash. Yeah. Uh, it's got to be cooler than that. So I was fencing, and I'm a bit of a fencer, and I engage in these. Fencing uh, is cooler than doing the warrior dash. I don't know what's cooler, fencing or warrior dash. I mean, it's the sword. Oh, boy. What's the coolest thing I could be doing? I don't know. I think you're cool versus my cooler. So I do these free climbing climbing things where I free climb up the sides of mountains. Um, You know, not a big deal. I've done Everest, done a couple of the other big ones. See, I'm surprised that you haven't gone with like, um, you know, like fighting a ninja or something. I was free climbing uh, this mountain. And as I got up towards the top, oh, you know, there's a lot of people that don't understand how competitive the free climbing industry is and that there's other people that don't want to be the first one. You know, I was the first one, whatever, for this side. And I get up to the top and this other dude is like catching up right behind me. And as I'm getting up towards the top and I'm going to be the first one, this helicopter swoops in and it swooped in and a bunch of people jumped out to try to keep me from climbing up to the top. And I'm like, no way. You're not keeping me from getting to the top of this mountain. I free climb my whole way up here. No big deal. And I get to the top, and because they had already gotten there, these dudes come out, and they're, like, getting into their fighting stances, ready to fight me. And one oh. by one, they're running at me, and they're throwing punches, and this dude had a sword, and I ducked it, and I flipped him up. And as he ran, I, like, ducked down, and I flipped him over the side of the mountain, and he just flew off. And so Wait, I— So you murdered somebody? Well, I mean, it was in self-defense. I don't know what happened to him. Wow. So, so I'm throwing these guys left and right, and I'm throwing them off because they can't stop me because I'm the first one. And then the helicopter's like, oh, no, i got to get out of here. And I jumped up, and I grabbed onto the railing of the helicopter, and I was able to hold on for, like, a few feet. Uh, but then it was, you know, because I was sweating so much from from uh, climbing. That's my, what, that makes it less exciting. My, uh, my, like, I just was uh, perspiring so uh, much. <laughs> 
And I was, you know, I was up there. I was marinating in my juices. Okay. I was jumping up. I was holding on to it. I was like, I could have ripped it down and like really messed it up. But I was like, they learned their lesson this time. They're not going to mess with me. So I let go. And as I let go, um, they kind of turned right just a little bit and kind of nicked my thumb a little bit and like pulled it just slightly. So I just wearing this brace to be safe. Uh, so I can go so who next. do you think is staring at this on you? Or is this something you're just going to start blurting to people on the bus? Because did you say that someone on the bus was staring at you? Uh, yeah, I felt like somebody was staring at me. Yeah. yeah. Now, do you feel like you need to just you need to instigate the conversation? <laughs> Everybody in the chat's not believing me. Um, Verity said, uh, even my five-year-old is calling bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I feel like, you know, I'm self-conscious about it. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to figure out how I can. I think that what you are missing from this is not the story, but you need to have some decoration. I do not need to bedazzle this. No, thing. I didn't even say bedazzling, like maybe disguise it in some way. Like, like how? How would I disguise it? I don't know. We can Paint craft it flesh something. colored, my flesh colored, and <laughs> yes, then. Yes, we can do that. You know? And you can't say flesh colored. You mean like peach? I said my flesh colored. Your flesh colored. That would look really creepy. I mean, I have some foundation we could smudge on there. <laughs> and it'll just look like a weird lumpy. That would probably get more, more looks than that. It'd be like the McPoyles with like the fake eye that's so. <laughs> Are you looking at <laughs> oh, yeah. my eye? What I was thinking was maybe disguising it as something, you know, that you wouldn't be embarrassed about. Like, maybe you can transform it into, oh, does it itch? Greg has it itch. No, it's not itching. Does it smell weird? <laughs> no, it doesn't smell weird. I washed it. Did you wash it? <laughs> Stop it. Have you washed it? Yes, I washed it. I washed it yesterday, actually. <laughs> I've been wearing it a lot. I wear it in my sleep. You told me not to talk about sweat, so I'm not going to talk about the sweat. Anyway... So what I'm thinking is that you You're need to disguise it as something cool. Like maybe – I can I get and, another one? I'm, no, I'm pretty crafty, but you could put something over it. Like maybe you can make it look as if like you're walking around wearing a power glove. A power glove? Like an, like an old 90s Nintendo power glove. Who walks around wearing a Nintendo you power glove? You can like glove. make it look like a thing. The By 90s the way, they're not cool right anymore. Now. Well, the 90s are kind of, you know, still, you know, last gasp of their repopularity. Yeah. You can walk around. And pretend like you're cool with your power glove. I don't know. Actually, if I had a power glove, I'd just use it with my Nintendo. I don't think that's cool. I don't think that would work. I like the idea, but I don't think that would work. I don't I'm think trying it, to help you. I know you're trying to help me, but I feel like that would just call more attention to it. What about like one of those big uh, like knight knight in shining armor, like big steel like glove things? Now you're talking. You can wear like one a of metal those glove? and just say like, "Oh, I don't. I this hand has been a lot different since the accident." Yeah. No, even just one, it just makes like a and it's really heavy and kind of like. Oh, yeah. I set it down on tables like. Bonk. It just bonks. Uh huh. Okay. That could maybe. And work. never answer any questions except for if somebody asks you to say, like, it's it's not been the same since the accident. And they'll be like, what happened? Like, like I, can't I, talk I, just, about I can't talk about it. I can't talk about it. I was riding my 4,000 horsepower motorcycle up the side of a mountain, mud bogging. Anyway, Stop. you should Let see the go of the mud bogging thing. I don't even know what that is. Isn't that mud bogging cool? Isn't that what I'm supposed to say? No. I feel like. Um, How else could you disguise it? You could walk around wearing a baseball glove. <laughs> just one baseball glove? Why is it just one? Why wouldn't I have? Why didn't I get like another wristband on my other wrist? Are you embarrassed of your other wrist too? <laughs> no. Why? Because this should be embarrassing. Are you saying I should be embarrassed by the one I have? Okay, Stranded in the chat says, add a leather finger to it and tell people that you bow hunt. I stop bow hunting. Like, I'm riding the bus to just <laughs> bow hunting. 
That's also the wrong hand for me, but still, yeah. Okay. All right. Have you looked up like this? Just walk around with a bow and arrow just to cover this up. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know how I'm supposed to, you know, make it feel okay. But I'm self-conscious about it. How would you look up different kinds of things, you know, for disguise to hide your shame? I don't know if I knew that. Like, hide shame. Hide That's shame. That's on my search yeah. history. I mean, uh, that is the least attention-grabbing thing that you have right now. I mean, it's just black. What do you mean it's the least attention grabbing? I mean, it's, it doesn't seem like a – it's not distracting. Like, it doesn't that Yeah, but you bad. see it all the time. You're not, like, looking at it and being like, ooh, hideous. Okay, I'm not an asshole, first of all. Who would look at someone wearing a brace and say, oh, hideous? That's a bad person to begin with. Bad people. Be There's a lot of bad people. I know I'm not talking about friends. Why don't about- you start wearing fingerless gloves? Oh. Put on some wool fingerless gloves. You can wear two of them, and you can look like a bad boy because bad boys wear fingerless gloves. They do wear fingerless gloves. And plus, it's winter right now, so the sweatshirt or Can whatever. Can I put on a leather jacket? Are you going to tell people that you want a leather jacket? I do want a leather jacket. Greg has been talking about wanting a leather jacket. And I'm like, oh, 41. Oh, here it comes. Stop it. Will that go with your convertible? Any 20 year old woman? All right. Anyway, no. <laughs> I'm saying I could uh, – okay. I, I like I like the glove thing. Somehow you have made me feel worse throughout this I was trying to make you feel podcast. better. Um, yeah, anyway. You can get some like wool fine. fingerless gloves. They'll be great. Okay. I don't know how I'm hurting your feelings about your non-problem to begin with. Oh, gosh. Oh, your th- your thumb hurts and you have to wear a small black wrist brace. Oh, oh, the shame. It's because I threw that cougar at the ninja when I was on top of the mountain after going mud-bogging in my 4,000-horsepower motorcycle. And I flew off in a helicopter. Is that a jet? I bumped my horn. Greg, do you hear the jet? There are jets outside. This is true. That is a loud jet. Mm-hmm. They'll be getting louder. Seriously, is that a jet? Yeah, it's a jet. That's really loud. There's been a lot more jets these days. All right, well, I'm sorry that I've broken your spirit, but yep. you're the one that taught Broke me. Broke it, ruined it. I have to break you down in order to build you yeah, back you gotta up. you got to bring the person back up, though, after you break them down. You haven't learned that part of the lesson. I did. I said it doesn't look as bad as you think it does. Now, buck up, little camper. What, are you mad now? Greg's just over there pouting. Just sad. If you can see the video, you just see an adult man pouting. What? What was mean about that? <laughs> what was... <laughs> what? Wow. You're looking at me like I'm saying mean things. What was mean? <laughs> Feelings in here too. You have feelings. You have a feeling. Where is it? It's a couple of them in there. <laughs> Smash. Very triggered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Greg. I didn't realize how sensitive you were. Just leave me alone. Yeah, Vicky's saying, "Why do you give a shit about what bad people think?" Like if someone's judging you for your wrist brace, that was me building you back up. I already built you back up. You're just being a baby about it. So don't I don't worry. like the Sarah method. 
I at least build people back up. You just berate until they give up. <laughs> You're not worried about your wrist anymore, though, are you? <laughs> I'm worried about everything. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> the proper thing to say is thank you. You were so concerned about your wrist, and now I've just helped you focus less on that. <laughs> it was my pleasure, Greg. Ready for this? Mm-hmm. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to a world of crazy. Crazy. Greg, maybe somebody can, because you can ship food across the. <laughs> what? Ship food. <laughs> okay. What I just wanted you? to clarify. What did you think I said? Well, you said My it classiest of in friends. a strange way. Okay, yes. How did I said ship food? Ship food. Ship food. Yes. Anyway, you might want to ask somebody to ship you some food across the United States of America. Because I know, Greg, let me ask you two things. Greg, do you like fried chicken? Yeah, generally. I'm not... You're the chicken man! I'm the chicken man, but I'd like... I'd, I'm not really big like fried okay. chicken legs. Greg, number one, do you like chicken? I like chicken patties and chicken nuggets and chicken strips. <laughs> you sound like Bubba Gump. <laughs> <laughs> or What's his name? Yeah, Bubba from Forrest Gump. Do you like Cheetos? Yes. You're admitting. See, this is the fun part about breaking someone down because your walls are just crumbled down. I don't eat them very often, but yes. <laughs> okay. Well, Kentucky Fried Chicken is now testing on a new sandwich that uses Cheetos as its main ingredient next to chicken. Mm. So it's called the, wow, the cleverly titled KFC Cheeto Sandwich. It's being rolled out for taste testing at select locations in Virginia, Georgia, the Carolinas, and other southern states, Greg. What, so what's involved in it? Uh, let's see. Let me tell you about that. Uh, so it features an extra crispy chicken filet. Oh, okay, you like those, those I like. That I like. Yes. I'm a fan of that. Then you put a layer of crunchy Cheetos on top of that. And then you use a special Cheeto sauce marinated and drizzled all over. Wait, you just put delicious. Cheetos in it? Cheetos and then a special Cheeto sauce. On top of it? Sauce. It's not like cooked with like Cheeto dust or something? There's no. a special Cheeto sauce. Why can't I do that at home? Why would I need to? <laughs> Why would you I do that, that at home? Well, I, I wouldn't. Because sometimes it's fun to buy things that you know are bad for you and not make them at home because it makes you like not feel as responsible. No, I don't like this. Okay. I'll eat my Cheetos. Well, separately. anyway, if anybody is... I was just really excited that Greg liked chicken and Cheetos, and I thought I that do. he'd be... But I like them separate. Okay. Well, if you live in Virginia, Georgia, or any of the southern states, you can get that sandwich for $4.79, available till March 24th. But they will become available nationwide if there is enough interest. So we're depending on the South. Don't we always? Well, the response to the unusual sandwich online has been mixed. Some social media, uh, media users say it's unhealthy, while others are sad that it's just a limited release. So if we had one here, Greg, would you eat one? I wouldn't admit it to anyone. That sounds more like you. When you're like, oh, no. No, I actually wouldn't. I mean, I would eat it, yes. I would eat it if it was in here, but no, I wouldn't buy one because I want, uh, what's their ratio of Cheetos? 
who's determining this? Why can't I have the Cheetos? I want the Cheetos on the side. I'm just curious about what the Cheetos sauce tastes like. That may Maybe that's interesting. You don't really like sauces, though. But a Cheetos sauce? A Cheetos sauce. Yeah. Okay. I'd so what you're saying is basically you would become a condiment person if someone ground up Cheetos and put them into things. I would If it's not <laughs> mayonnaise-based or ranch-based, then I, I may not be opposed. Wow. Good to know. All right. Got another story. Uh, crazy lady. I thought that she was going to be from England, but this is a lady from Germany. Now, why do you think I'm talking about a crazy lady who I thought would be from England? Is she marrying a ghost? So close. Is she marrying an inanimate object? Greg, you are – you get me, man. English women keep on marrying but this inanimate – woman. I know. I know, but, but they do. This woman's from Berlin. So this woman has now revealed – that she is desperately in love with her longtime boyfriend, who is an airplane that she met at an airport five years ago. <laughs> Michelle Kobke from it's Berlin, Germany, taste. calls her, ber- her her partner a seven thirty seven eight hundred Boeing. His name a is seven thirty seven. Yeah. How does how is she even interacting or hanging around this seven? Well, she says that she met him five years ago. His name is Shots. That's what she calls him. Shots. 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 Uh, so she, she I mean, that's says, a large plane. Yeah, so Michelle Kobke says that uh, she was first attracted to Shot's wings, winglets, and thrusters. The 29-year-old claims to sleep with her darling every night, either parts of him that she's been able to purchase or a 1.6-meter model of a 737-800 Boeing airplane. Is Who owns the airplane? Well, Miss Kobke says she fell in love with the plane the first time she met him at Berlin Tegel Airport, and after nearly five years together, they planned to get married. I, okay, who owns the airplane? The last time I was in a relationship was with a man in 2011, but there was no love there, she says. Shots is my first love. This is the most beautiful relationship you can imagine. She continues, my first not flight- not a no-good waste of space like Dieter. My first flight was at the end of November 2013, and I became so in love with airplanes. I got so excited every time I looked at airplane pictures and videos. Well, on March 11th, I know it's gross, 2014, I was in Teagle Airport visiting the airplanes and then came across a 737-800 airplane, which which approached me. Well, the airplane just kind of walked, sauntered on over, like, hey, Aletta, you got a light? How are you doing? It's an airplane voice. Uh, and I have been so in love with him since. Uh, Shots is so nice, and I love his. Why does she call it Shots? Like, <laughs> there's so much I want to know here, and I don't have the answers for you, which is why I keep ignoring you. Shots is so nice, and I love his aerodynamics and his appearance, especially his wings and his support surface. I love it. I was first attracted to his. Oh, then they're saying it again. His wings, his winglets, and his thrusters. Is what's a winglet? Does shots speak to him? To speak to her? What's a winglet? Can we just keep asking each other questions? I suppose that's at the end of the wing. Tips up. That's what I would think of the winglet. Wingtip. Yeah. All right. She says. Well, every type of aircraft. I don't know. I don't speak this crazy (laughs) plane lady talk. Uh, she goes on to say, every type of aircraft looks a bit different to my darling is the most updated version. My love is not easy because I only meet him if I fly with my 737-800. Wait, so I think, is it all? Is it all 737-800s? I don't know. 
you're telling the story. I mean, I... Well, I there isn't a lot to this. I don't think the person who was talking to her could properly harness the crazy enough to, like, make it make sense. So this lady... What was her name again? Michelle. <laughs> Michelle suffers from... Or not suffers. She's blessed with objectphilia, which is a form of sexuality focused on a particular inanimate object. Sexually. Uh, they are sexually attracted. People with this preference may have strong feelings of attraction, love, and commitment to certain items or structures uh, that they're fixated on. Sexually. Uh, some, uh, some of them believe that there is a sense of reciprocation of feelings based on the belief that they believe that the, that the objects that they love have souls, intelligence, and feelings and are able to communicate. Uh, so what does it communicate? Love, Greg. Jesus. Okay. Am I stuttering? Okay. So she uses a model of the plane to sleep with every night uh, as a way to stay intimate with shots. And she says she plans to marry him. She says, I get so many negative comments like that I need to go to therapy or that I was sick. But this love is present and I have never been so happy. I sleep with my darling every night. Either with real... Okay, so, I'm, so this is what I'm getting. Yeah, I don't understand why... All right, Greg, after now reading this over for the second time, what I am believing is that she is in love with the body, I mean, she isn't saying she likes his personality or like of the way shots. he tells jokes. Yeah. I believe that shots is every 737-800 Boeing airplane. I believe that it's that particular type of body She's type. a lot of boyfriends. Because she does, she likes the winglets and the wings and the thrusters. So I think it could be every 737-800. So I think maybe she's just buying old airplane parts because it says that she stays, uh, she sleeps with her darling every night either with real components or her model airplane. Intimacy is part of our relationship. She coos. I want to Oh, marry. don't say cooing. I hate that use of I hate the use of cooing. In any kind of descriptive form. I want to marry my sweetheart and live like, together. Cooing is that's that's a moist word to me. No, hello and she ends with I want to marry my sweetheart and together we can live in an airplane hangar. It's a special kind of love and it does. Where's she gonna get an airplane one. hangar? Um he's gonna be the provider. He's going to find them a house, a roof over their heads. Shots will not leave her high and dry. How did he get the name Shots? Greg, why do crazy people do it? As Keelan just said in the the chat, a poor journalist does not ask all the questions a normal person would have. I mean, wouldn't you ask those things? Yeah, why is his name Shots? Where did they meet? How many of them are there? Yeah. Is she allowed near an airport? (laughs) Because <laughs> I'm going to guess she they know who she is at whatever the local airport is. Yeah. If you want to look her up, too, she looks just as crazy as she sounds. And there's a ton of pictures. Because, you know, it's British uh, tabloid journalism, which yeah. is the best. So it's like 17 pictures of her like licking a she model She can't airplane. come within like 10 miles of Frankfurt oh, yeah. Airport. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. All right. I do have one more story. This one I have looked over and over at different places to try and make sure that it's not fake. It seems like it's real right now. I've found uh, several websites that I know aren't, um, you know, like satirical websites. So I don't know if if this is a joke or if somebody got it over, but it seems to be true. So I'm just going to go with that at least for now. So let's all enjoy this together, shall we? Out of Mankato, Minnesota. Out of where? Mankato. Okay. Is that how it is? Mankato? I actually don't know. Okay. Out of Minnesota. A man has More been accused. More jets again overhead. I know they're so shots. loud. I don't think it's coming through in the microphone. Shots, 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 shots. Probably shots. A man has been accused of giving his ailing wife methamphetamine 
And when authorities showed up, he told them that it was because he was throwing her a death party before she died. He was throwing her what he called a meth death party. Okay. A meth death party. Was she a participant in this? She was a willing participant okay. in the meth death party. Let me give you some details about this. So this is um, reported in the Mankato Free Press. Reports Mankato, that apparently. Mankato. Uh, that Dwayne Johnson. See, that was when I was the like. Rock? Yeah. See, that was the other thing. I'm like, Dwayne Johnson? Really? All right. Well, it says anyway that his name is Dwayne Arden Johnson, 58 years old, of Searles, Minnesota, was charged with criminal neglect and receiving stolen property. Deputies say that Johnson called 911 about noon this past week to report that his wife, Deborah Johnson, had passed away. Now, officers arrived at the couple's home and found the words, Death Party God Hell, sprayed on the front door. Yikes. A naked Dwayne Johnson allegedly ran outside and said that his wife was dead, then ran inside to take a bath. <laughs> he was later found in the bathtub wow. hallucinating and trying to w- uh, wash what he was calling white and black things off of his skin. Don't do meth, kids. While Deborah Johnson's body was found wrapped in a sheet at the top of the stairs, uh, the newspaper said that Deborah had been living in a nursing home, but Dwayne checked her out a few days earlier because she had expressed that she wanted to pass away at home, and they were able to honor that. So Dwayne said that they took, uh, that she ended up stopping taking her medication because she was so ill, and that they decided to take methamphetamine instead. They spent her final hours having sexual relations and listening to Quiet Riot while high on meth. You know... Not bad, right? Going out, I mean, hey, everybody goes out on their own terms. If if you can go out on your own terms. If you found your person. You have the ability to. Why not do it with a meth party listening to Quiet Riot? If you find your person and you're like, hey, let's do meth, have some sex, listen to some Quiet Riot, and then bing, bang, boom. You know, can't be mad at that. Uh, Dwayne said Deborah. um... Began having convulsions. She wouldn't let him call the police after she died. He said he washed his wife's body and wrapped her in linen, quote, just like the Bible told me how to do. Oh, boy. He waited several hours to kind of uh, 911. Uh, search of their home turned up a bunch of rifles, hundreds of rounds of ammunition, and lots of meth. Uh, he was arrested without incident and charged with criminal neglect. His bond was set for, wow, $250,000. I'm going to guess there's some weapons issues in there. I'm thinking it might not be the meth death party so yeah. much as it was. Yeah. But I mean, good. I mean, at least she found her happiness before. I mean, if that's really passed. how it went down, yeah. That seems to be the case. And quiet riots, like, God, nobody's talked about. Come us on, for, feel the noise. Like, nobody's talked about us for fucking years, and now we're involved in this meth death party. You know, the lead singer's not around anymore. No, I know nothing about Quiet Riot. Courage was supposed to open up for them, actually. Really? Mm-hmm. But then they canceled their tour. That's kind of a sad story. Yeah, I know. Really? Yeah. Just downer all around. All right, there we go. Well, there's your world of crazy. Crazy. I do have a little bit of ball talk. You do? Well, it is a busy ball season. <laughs> it's weird saying it like that. Seems a little quiet. All right, I'm Greg, not that loud. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. Okay. So you know what's happening this weekend? Oh, the puppy bowl. You're technically right. Also, the Bolo Day Super. 
featuring the L.A. Rams versus the New England Patriots. Whoever wins, it's either going to be the youngest coach-quarterback combo ever or the oldest coach combo ever. (laughs) Sean McVay and Jared Goff being the younger side. Crusty old Tom Brady and Bill Belichick being on the other side. Speaking of Tom Brady... A t- local television producer in Pittsburgh was fired. No. Because of Tom Brady. Well, not really. He didn't have much to do with it, but here's what happened. Um, the CBS affiliate in Pittsburgh, KDKA, was running, you know, it's a local news station. They're running like a local news package where it's like, hey, here's the Super Bowl participants. Here's some images, you know, that all the stations get, the CBS affiliates get. And then they talk over it and be like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. So and so is going to be doing, and they showed an image. Part of it was they showed Tom Brady standing up, you know, in his suit, like giving a speech in one of the pre-Super Bowl appearance things. They have stuff all week long. Okay, and it's him giving a talk, but the lower third that got put over it just said Tom Brady, and then underneath, known cheater. That's that's the caption that was put on there, (laughs) which is kind of funny. Um, That is kind of funny. And, uh, and so that aired live on the broadcast. However, afterward, uh, Michael Tellick, who is the 27-year-old news producer, was fired for doing that, for putting known cheater underneath the Tom Brady lower third. Wow. I mean, com- fired. Fired? It's a joke. That's clearly a ridiculous. joke. I mean. But then again, if you work for And it's also big- in Pittsburgh. Where yeah. there's no way they like Tom Brady in Pittsburgh. But also, if you're working for a television station at that point, it's such a big conglomerate that there are so many. It's just People a big corporate take a joke, yeah. shit gig, yeah. So they have to fire somebody you at that point. You do not make fun of Tom yeah. Brady. Yeah. Well, anyway, he got fired. Um, I'm sure someone will pick him up. He probably, but it's still, it's funny. I'm sure maybe people in Boston and New England area don't find it. I believe they're that worked up about it. I'm offended. (laughs) The Jesses of the world are like, fire him. I'm never working television again. I mean, it's funny. Tom Brady, known cheat. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty great. Yeah, it's pretty great. But uh, along those lines, so the Super Bowl is coming up this weekend. And... I think that I've been debating about making a prediction. Oh, no. Actually, I haven't been debating at all. I know I'm going to make a prediction. And I'll make my prediction right during the show tomorrow. During the show tomorrow is when I'll do that. But since I did play the L.A. Rams Ram It song the other day, I feel it's only perfect since we are talking about Tom Brady that... We play a little song. To the balls, and that there was obviously an issue with the balls. For Tom, I don't think anybody knew there was an issue with the balls. This is what we're talking about with to Tom. To me, Brady. those no, balls are perfect. I can only speak for myself. I don't want anyone touching the balls, rubbing the balls. To me, those balls are perfect. Some guys like them round, and some guys like them thin. Some guys like old balls, new balls. They're all different, so you gotta feel them. And you gotta squeeze them. To me, those balls are all perfect. I love this song. I juice the balls if I want. You know, I grip it, I grab it, I feel the lace, I feel the leather. I wouldn't want anyone touching the balls. Um, that would zip those things up and lock them away. 
Some days one ball may feel good, the next day it may not. I want to be very familiar with the equipment that I'm using. This isn't ISIS. No one's dying, but this is a very important thing. Because to me, those balls are perfect. I can only speak for myself. I don't want anyone touching the balls, running the balls. To me, those balls are perfect. Some guys like them round, and some guys like them thin. Some guys like old balls, new balls. They're all different, so you gotta feel them. And you gotta squeeze them. To me, those balls are all perfect. You gotta feel them, you gotta squeeze them To me those balls are all perfect You gotta feel them, you gotta squeeze them No, you can't break and stop it You know, I grip it, I grab it, I grab it, I grip it To me those balls are all perfect Zip those things up, zip those up and lock them away To me those balls are all perfect Like I said, I had no... Everyone lives happily ever Shmoyaho, that is the name of the group on YouTube. God, I love that song. It's so good. We're going to play that over and over again on Super Bowl Sunday. Yes. Yes. All right. Uh, one more thing. Actual breaking news. Dallas Mavericks have agreed to trade for Kristaps Porzingis of the... Wow. There's a big trade for the Knicks. Wesley Matthews, part of that trade. Oh. John J. Jordan, Dennis Smith Jr. going to New York. Anyway. I like Wesley Matthews. He's very, very nice young man. Yeah. Well, <laughs> He's very good looking. Very talented basketball player. I'll uh, leave it at that. All right. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. I bet that means that Anthony Davis is ending up in New York. Oh, look I at you with that, all that. that means. All that math. I bet there's part. Of, there's something in there. Okay. There's something. Something's afoot. Something's amiss. Something's afoot. Mm. All right. Send us an email, fundamentalradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. One thing I did want to say is, right after what I'm saying, we have something else to say. I uh, want to say a big thank you to our fine sponsor, Black's Pest Services. Blackspestservices.com. Wonderful sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. Seriously, wherever you are, uh, if you're anywhere in the Portland area, and especially if you own any property. Or Portland metro area, like even in, like the surrounding area. Yeah, the, yeah yep. that's what I mean. Um, give them a call. Have them come out. Have them take a look at your place, see if you have any issues that you don't know about. I'll say this. Obviously, we've talked about my rat issue coming from my neighbors here on my property. But um, the other thing is they discovered issues I didn't even know I had that could be damaging Mm -hmm. my house. Like the ant issue that they found. Well, and plus, like, now it's kind of getting to the transition of the seasons. We're still in winter, but soon it's going to be spring. And then there are going to be all sorts of new little creatures Running around yeah. doing God knows what, God knows where. Yeah, and it's best to find out where it's best to find out a problem before it becomes a problem, and that's why you need Black's Pest Services. So I'm saying, if you're sitting there at home right now, being like, "Eh, I'll get around to doing that," seriously, don't wait because it could end up costing you a lot of money if they if some kind of pest is doing damage to your property, like you with your rat hole in the side of your house. Give them a call, 503-723-7957, blackspestservices.com. Sarah, did you want to say something oh, else? Oh, yes. Also, I was going to say I have an opening in my uh, queue for doing an animal portrait painting. So if you don't know, I uh, paint portraits of animals for people, anything ranging from dogs to cats to rats to Ooh. emus. I've done, uh, I just finished a sheep uh, that can do 
pretty much any animal. At this you've point. done about yeah. You've got to run the whole gamut of yeah, animals. Done a lizard, They're reptile. Yeah, yeah, done a lot. So if you are interested, or if you know somebody who might be interested in having um, a specially crafted, locally sourced painting done by my. Self. Um, go ahead and check out all the info at sarahxdillon.com, S-A-R-A-H-X-D-Y-L-A-N, for pricing and info, and I could get started as soon as possible. Thank you very much. All right, so send Sarah an email. Um, also, really, really quick, too, I'm just taking a look at our live chat, but this is actually going to all of our listeners from across the country, especially in, in the United States right now. Um, and probably Canada as well is dealing with this. Pick, who's from Minnesota. Uh, yeah. Everybody out there dealing with like the negative 1,000-degree temperatures, um, stay safe. Yeah, we are sorry so s- having to deal with that. Yeah. We're kind of spoiled here in Oregon. We're actually the warm part of the country right now, which is just bizarre. Which is weird. Yeah, um, yeah just stay safe. Stay safe, everybody. All right, that is about it for today. I want to say thank you to everybody tuning in. Hit subscribe, follow on all of the social Will medias. We be early tomorrow. We'll be early tomorrow at about ten fifteen a.m. We'll be going live here with another episode of Fun Employment Radio. Also, I'll be live on Digital Trends at 2.30 p.m. Pacific today. All right. Yes. Leave your brace on. Now it's from Fighting the Cougars. Yeah. No, the I'm going to ride my 4,000 horsepower motorcycle down there. Uh, no. No, free climb the side of the building. <laughs>